Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour Film and TV Edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, wonderful, sweetie. Everything is great over on my end. Uh, I'm enjoying the beautiful weather. We are just creeping right on into spring, and I'm feeling great. How about you, sweetie? Oh, I'm loving it. I'm love, like you said, I'm loving the weather. I'm loving like the, you know, the temperatures are just perfect to go out for a nice walk. Um, pretty soon you can put your, dip your feet in the pool. Okay. Uh, but I had a, a pretty, uh, I want to say eventful weekend. Um, okay. I Good for to, you. What'd you do? Well, um, I went to- Where the, were you at when you showed me all those fireworks? Oh yeah. Where I went to- videos of fireworks and carrying on. Where were you? Yeah, we went to go see um, the FC Dallas match um, last night. Um, unfortunately, FC Dallas lost, but uh, the drone show was was awesome. Um, that was really good at the end. Okay. Um, it was um it was Fast and Furious night, so that's why like the oh the cars, the cars right? yeah, the cars was, that was part of the show. Oh, yeah, that was I've never seen that before. You know, and I've seen a lot of things, but yeah. I've never seen that before, and that was great. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. So um, that was a lot of fun. Um, and also, um, I went to go see Dune too, and we'll um, I'll get into that a little bit later. Um, but it's just been been a really good weekend. I, I really can't. Okay. Complain. So okay. Well, I understand what? that you're on a pretty hectic schedule today. So let's get to it. Let's What's going it. on, daughter? All right. First off, Ma, we need to do our toast. Um, but today okay. we're going to um, you know, toast to Women's History Month, and also, yeah, of course, and also, right. Mom's Birthday Month. All right. Let's shout out to both of those things: Women's History Month and Mom's Birthday Month. All right. Let's raise our glasses to long life, continued long life and prosperity, health, wealth, and happiness. Women's History Month, Mom's Birthday Month, once again, salud. Salud. Okay. Mm. That's pretty tasty. <sighs> oh, mine is excellent. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, my let's get into a couple things. Oh, I don't know if you saw. Did you see that Cat Williams was on a Joe Rogan show? I don't know. What did uh, you I heard about it. I didn't listen to it or whatever. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. enough. All right. I have reached my satiation point. Okay. Okay. All right. And Joe and Joe, and Joe Rogan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, Ma. Uh, so here, here's a couple of things, a little couple of fun little things. Now we saw, I know you saw uh, online that Miss Rihanna was trending uh, because she performed yes. a wedding um, in India for the world's richest man, reportedly the world's richest man. And okay. they, they were saying that she was paid anywhere between six and 12 million with most people saying that she was paid $9 million. Get your bag, girl. Get your bag. Ma, is that price too high or too low for Miss Rihanna? Mm, well, I think it's a little bit too low. Really? She got children now, you know? <laughs> and, you know, college is expensive. You know, that that billion she already has, I don't know if that's quite enough, okay? Yeah. I think that's way too low. And wait a minute. Did she actually dress up and sing, or did she have on her painter's outfit? She dressed up and sang. 
Mm, that price is too low. Yep. Nothing under 20. Nothing under 20, Rihanna. Okay. Nothing under 20 the next time. Well, okay. it was, listen, it was good to see her actually out and perform. Now, all jokes aside, it was wonderful. And she looked, I thought she looked great. I thought she looked fabulous. Man, the videos she, I saw of her, she looked fabulous. She seemed like she was having a good time. So, you know, go ahead, Riri. That's right. Get your bags, girl. Get your bags. Now, speaking of somebody who else who got a bag, uh, so Beyonce, guess how much she was reportedly paid for that? Uh, what is it? I don't know if it was a 45 second or 30 second. Maybe it was a 30 second commercial for Verizon. Guess I don't know, but our girl is priceless. So whatever. What was it? So she worked 18 hours. Oh, no. She worked she was, the whole 18 hours? She was paid 30, oh, 30 no. million. Oh, no, no, no. They took advantage of her. Too they high. They took advantage of low. her. You know that's too low. Only 30 million for a whole 18 hours? Yeah. Oh, no. I don't like that. Is she all right? <laughs> I mean, that's torture. Get your bag, Beyonce. Get your bags, girl. Get your bags. Yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, finally, my last year, you know, all this stuff happened with the crypto and, you know, Tom, Tom Brady and Steph Curry. They lost a lot of money because they invested in all of this crypto stuff. Mm-hmm. But they They'll were be all right. But since they, you know, were the face of the brand, uh, they participated in a commercial where Steph Curry was paid $35 million. Of course, he wound up only walking away with around five to seven million because he lost so much in with the investment. Tom Brady, on the other hand, was paid fifty-five million, and he yes, away. well, he's old enough to be Steph's father. He should get more. No, he's not. I'm only kidding. <laughs> Can't you take it? You really kill a joke, You're really killing joke. I'm okay. sorry, but he walked away with twenty-five million. That's wonderful. Was that too high or too low for either one it, of them? It's all legends? too low for these people. Okay. It's all too low for these people who spend their time and sacrifice to sit there and say some words. It's all too low. And finally, by Zach Braff. They and, should get uh, the bag that we get. <laughs> Hmm. I think that my bag is might be a little bit different than yours. No offense. Yes, I, I be, we're gonna have a talk about that too. Yes, I think it is. <laughs> I haven't been to Belize lately. Yeah, <laughs> my bag is way different. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say that. That wasn't nice. I'm going to hell. Y'all heard her, right? <laughs> All right, y'all hear everybody right in. Unfair to mom. Unfair to mom. Okay. No, that was a nice. Okay. All right, my, uh, I was going to say something about Zach Brack or whatever his name is, Braff. I don't even know his name. And Donald Faison, they were reportedly paid between one and two million for their commercial, but nobody really cares about them. So we can just move on. Okay. Now, Mr. Tom Brady reportedly has accepted that his ex-wife, Giselle Boonchen, romance with her current man, Joaquin Valente, began years ago. He's saying that Giselle is putting it out there that it happened a few months after the Tom and her relationship ended, but Tom does not believe that. Um, he believes that their relationship started 
years ago. Did we hear this out of Tom's mouth? This is just rumors. Why are we talking about this when they're divorced? Well, because they're co-parenting. And oh, well, that well, that and the new man is around. And what man? A the new, new man. man. The new man is around. Oh, now, those kids men. are half grown. They understand everything. They got their own romances going at this point. Please. <laughs> and Tom need to go ahead on down to the corner and pick up another couple of wives or whatever he's trying to do. Well, he, he already he is. He had to go out the house. Okay, let's face it. Whatever. Ah, the police. Well, he only needs one wife um, or none. Well, you know that. I don't mean it simultaneously. I meant consecutively. You well, he, he has been dating, you know, here and there, but we don't know how Good. it seemed to be. Well, you need here. to let it go. Don't don't keep putting Giselle's name in your mouth. You had it for years and you couldn't even go home. You That's wouldn't right. even leave the football field. So go ahead. I want to hear from you. Okay. Well, the whole world saw how you were. If she yeah. wanted a man, she had to go find one because you weren't ever there. Listen, we don't really know what happened, but it appears no, he didn't don't know, and I don't believe nothing out of Tom's mouth because he was selfish for years. Well, I was he admitted gonna... he had not been home for Christmas with his kids or nothing, so he is not right. It appears as though he didn't seem to be that interested in uh, having a romantic relationship with his wife because he didn't seem to be around her too much. But Well, well, you know, that's one thing. He can say anything he wants, but people could see him. And if she's on one part of the country and he's in another, guess what? We can put it together that they ain't together. That is true. And you did well, that for years, Tom, so don't even try it. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you. Go ahead. So we wish you luck uh, moving forward, both of them. Good luck, and I don't want to hear you whining because I'm not feeling it. Mm, you're having a nice cocktail over there, I see. Okay. Yes, I am. Now, moving on to another, uh, well, this person is, is a, I guess, a forever bachelor, Leonardo DiCaprio. So this is supposedly, Ma, uh, according to a Playboy model, uh, recently criticized Leo after sharing a kiss with him. She revealed more about the details that she had with him at a nightclub in L.A., uh, she's 22 years old, and she said that she had a flirty uh, encounter with Leo, mm -hmm. at, yes. and he invited her over to the table, or someone invited her over to the table for Leo. They made out, and eventually he asked her to come back to a secret nightclub in L.A., and she refused. Uh, she thought it was too weird, right. uh, and that it was that he was too old and... Uh, she said that she had known other girls who had went out with him and right. did not have a good and didn't get a damn thing and didn't oh. get anything but used and abused. That's one thing I'm gonna say about Leo. Leo is not right, okay? Not because of the age, as long as they have adults and they're, you know, sound and everything. Mm -hmm. That's on them. Here's the thing: this woman was very sensible because all the women Leo goes out with. As I mentioned to you before, daughter, he never does anything for any of them. He's never helped them in their career. He never puts them in anything. If he does, it isn't publicized. So what good is it? He never improves their resume. 
He just takes them and use them and abuse them. And either he just gets tired of them or either they just find out he's not going to really try to help them and they leave. But it's most likely him kicking them to the curb because it will take them a long time to find out he's not going to really do anything for them. He, which one of the women that he's gone with throughout all these years has he helped their career? None of them. None. He's not, None. He's not that great of a boyfriend to date. He's just a waste. He's yeah. just a nothing but a... Uh, uh, a, a wealthy booty call. Yeah. You know, that's all he is. I don't blame this girl. I wouldn't have wasted my time with him. Well, you know what? If she's just looking for a man to like because she wants a man, why waste your time with him? You know what it is already. Well, you know what's funny about Leo is that, you know, Leo is, you know, nice looking, but Leo also is someone who doesn't appear to care about keeping himself up. Um, you know, while other... Or he's got a dead body, although he's a professional... A uh, leading man. He's not mm. supposed to have a dad bod. And besides, as far as we know, he's not even a dad. Right. So he's not even supposed to have any of that. Look, mm -hmm. go ahead. That girl made the smart decision. Keep it moving because Leo ain't going to do nothing for you. One thing I can say for, uh, I don't know if I should say the name, but I will say this even for Diddy. He will give you a bogus record deal or he would do a video for you or something. Leo does nothing for anybody. No, we never heard him helping any of these young ladies out. No. Nothing. No. And he's had a bunch of them. So, nah, nah, I'm not feeling Leo either. Good move. Good move, young lady. Good move. I, I, I agree. I don't really have anything else to add with that. Um, okay, um, I'm going to move forward with uh, Terrence Howard. Now, Terrence Howard has been ordered by a federal judge to pay nearly $1 million in back taxes, interest, and penalties. And yeah, um, yeah he said... Mm -hmm. Terrence Howard said it was immoral for the United States government to charge taxes to the descendants of slaves. Now, my listen, I would agree with that. And I do agree with that, except this man is a millionaire. So he has already um, gotten his reparations. Right. You know uh, what I'm going to say? Bad I, example. I'm sorry. I'm going to cut Terrence Howard short. And this is what I'm going to say for Terrence Howard. I think I have seen Terrence Howard, in my opinion, display wonderful acting skills and to me his best performance was in a lack of one of blues okay mm -hmm. i've seen him display wonderful acting skills but what i'm gonna say what i've seen of him personally and heard of him personally and what i believe about him personally is a fool mm -hmm. just a fool and that's what i'm gonna say about terrence Howard. yeah sabotage his own career just everything just a fool We've seen him do things and say things that just seem very nonsensical. Left so, many millions on the table yeah. and blamed everybody but himself yeah, and his own attitude. So, Terrence, you know, you don't want to pay taxes, but damn, why don't you want to work? Right. You got a problem with the, the contracts when they're offering you millions. You, you're beefing and whining about that. Talking about some other actor took your money. Nobody took your money. I mean... Uh, systemically, money has been taken from many groups, but you personally, nobody took your money. Right. You refused the money that was offered, and that's what happened. And right. now the government coming after you and your wine and something else. Let's see how far that argument gets you. you if right. that's your argument, guess what? You're going to need somebody to, to put money on the books for you. If that's your argument, you're going to need money for the commissary, okay? You yeah. better come up with something better than that. Okay.
All right, Ma. Um, so let's move on to an NFL star. Um, Justin Jefferson um, is facing a paternity lawsuit in New Jersey. Now, he is a wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings. Very mm-hmm. excellent player. Um, but he's been accused of pressuring the child's mother to get an abortion. Jefferson okay. and his ex-girlfriend, um, Andrea Gallia, filed counterclaims against each other last month in Essex County uh, Family Court in New Jersey. Now, um, she is a recent graduate of Miami Law School, um, and she previously attended LSU with Jefferson, and they became romantically involved in 2019, and they drifted apart and reconnected in 2023. Okay. She got pregnant, and supposedly he was not ready to be a dad, um, and so she is... Mm -hmm asking him for about $20 million, um, mm-hmm. accusing him of pressuring mm-hmm. her to abort the child during her yeah. pregnancy, you know, yeah. and demanding all type of health care and everything from him. I don't know mm-hmm. what your thoughts are on this. My, you do have a lot of, you know, um, p- former experience with this type of thing. I don't know what your thoughts are. Okay. My thought, my first thought is what did you do to prevent the pregnancy? Okay. Did she, dupe you did she tell you she was on birth control and she wasn't did you practice birth control yourself clearly you did not abstain at what point are you responsible for this situation you knew what was at risk you knew what was at risk and you knew what your legal moral responsibility would be if you fathered a child but yet you did what? Now, unless you're going to show us and prove to us where she somehow forced, quote unquote, you into impregnating her through uh, devious means, okay, uh, then guess what? You are responsible financially for this child if, in fact, you are the father because you, in fact, are half responsible for the creation of this child. And that's what I think. And all the other crap you're saying, see, the thing about it, you can't do half a child, okay? Either you're pregnant or you're not. Right. So you know what you did. You know what it takes to get pregnant. You know what you did. And now you're saying you didn't want to be a father. Did you think about that prior to having sex with her? Right. What did you do to prevent being a parent? What did you do? You're going to tell me, you you know you know what is coming out your mouth. Nine times out of ten, you raw-dogged her, and now you complaining? Oh, baby, you got to step up. No, I'm not, I'm not feeling that. Unless, unless, there's always that caveat, there's always that qualification, unless you can prove that you were somehow duped into impregnating her. And that's a high bar to pass. That is a high bar to pass. You know, um, yeah. So my, I mean, everything that you said, I'm, you know, I'm with you. And I, I just hate where a lot everything kind of falls on the woman. Um, you know who you having, you know who you having sex with, guys. Like, you know, don't blame the woman. Oh, the woman is coming after me for this. And it don't don't go there. Okay. Yeah. And, you need and, to control and, and yourself. What was you coming after her for? Right. How did she get pregnant? How did right. she get pregnant? Right. You know, it's not through yeah. osmosis. There, so. there you go. There you go. Okay. Okay. Um, my and oh, we got a couple more of these. Um, so 
we know, of course, Bradley Cooper, and I, and I, you know, generally like Bradley Cooper. I wasn't a fan of Nitro. <laughs> I didn't really like that picture, but he was on um, Dax. I think Dax Shepard's Armchair Expert show, and yeah. he admitted that for eight months of his daughter's life. He thought, I didn't even know if I really loved the kid. He continued, it's dope, it's cool, I'm watching this thing morph, but I didn't really feel the unique bond at first. Now, is this something that he should have said out loud? Uh, What are your thoughts, Ma? An unqualified no, no, no qualifications at all just an absolute no for one reason that is paramount above all do you want your child to see that do you want to be going humming 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 and I thought it had oh I thought I was or oh I didn't think just what was on your mind right just what was on your mind he above all people in all professions knows that these things are forever. Once they're on film and recorded and on on he, as an actor, as an entertainer, knows that these things have a an eternal life. As a okay? director. So so what, right. yeah. so absolutely. So why on earth wouldn't it dawn on you that little bright light that comes on in your head? Why didn't it come on to tell you that, oh, you know what? My child is not going to always stay a, a seven or eight or however old the child is. It's going to be an adult. Right. And even before it's an adult, it's going to have acute awareness of social media, entertainment, and everything else about its father in particular. And they pull up anything about my child's father, me, and I'm there saying, I didn't really didn't bond with the child. How do you think your child would feel? Nobody will be more impacted by that stupid ass statement than your child. Yeah. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know, but it was callous. It was callous and it was stupid. And it's really making me look at Bradley Cooper in a different way. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, I as was, close as his bond is with his mother, he's always got his mama going yeah, in and going there yeah. every place else. That's what I was as thinking. Close as you are to your mother, you would say something like that about your child? Right. I'm not feeling it. And Bradley Cooper, we know he's a very talented actor. We've seen him, you know, do a really good job with, you know, directing a, a couple of movies. He's well educated. This man has a master's. You know, he is not a young kid. Right. Middle well, where's your man. heart? I'm really surprised, you know, I want to say that this was, you know, we had, we all have moments, you know, like we always say, we want to give people grace because sometimes we see <laughs> you catch us at our worst moment, but that was not good, Bradley. That was not. I didn't even feel that it was spontaneous. You know, you're going to be interviewed on a talk show. Right. I really didn't even feel that that was just an off-the-cuff, spontaneous remark. I really felt like that was him pouring out how he really felt. And guess what? He needed to keep that emotion to himself. That's true. That's true. 
Okay. Um, so my, let's move on to, um, you know, another, um, actor who, um, I really think is extremely talented. Um, that's Mr. Billy Porter. And so Billy Porter. Okay. Uh, yay, Billy. Yeah. Unfortunately, Billy Porter has run into, you know, some financial hardship, um, as a result of the WGA and SAG after strike last summer, um, he was okay. supposed to list his suburban New York home. And, you know, he was very upset about this. I think it, they, I think he was asking for 2.5 million um, okay. and paid 1.4 million for it in 2020. Right. But no doubt he's made, you know, different uh, uh, enhancements and improvements and so forth. Yeah, he says, I have to sell my house. You know, uh, both strikes were ongoing because we're on strike. I don't know, you know, when we were going to go back to work. And he said, this is the life of an artist until you make effing, you know, your money, which I haven't made yet is still check to check. Now, I don't know how much money Billy has. I don't want to get into his pocket. Uh, I will say the only thing about this that gave me a little bit of pause is that Speculation that he's been living above his means. One, he's been living above his means. And my also, we know that this man has performed on Broadway and they didn't go on strike. Right. So I I don't know. I don't know. uh, Default to answer number one. He's been living above his means. Yeah. Uh, Take it from a person who's done it for years. I understand. I understand. Okay. All right. And finally, all right. We love you, Billy. You know, you'll be making bank. Just take it a little bit easy. Save for a rainy day. And uh, you know that. As you said, that's the that's the life of an actor. You know it's up and down. You know it's feast of famine. So put up some duck some duquettes for when it's famine. Okay. And you won't and you will not experience the famine. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um, we love so you, look, Billy. You good. You're going to be okay. He's very mm-hmm. talented. He'll be oh, making yeah. bank again. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and, you know, my wish is that everyone, you know, makes bank and that they don't have to go through any type of hardships. That's just what I want. Well, that whole half that that is, uh, I don't even know about that half thing. I, I so let's just okay. move on. All right. I'll- ne- next week, he'll have a $5 million thing. He'll be fine. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, Jerry Jones, we know Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys. Um, well, the judge ruled that Jones must take a paternity test to determine if he's the biological father of a woman who sued him. So it's a 26-year-old yes. woman who sued him in 2022. Um, you know, he said that he didn't want to, he says those are legal matters and I can't talk about it right now. It's something that has been pretty much an open secret in this area in particular. Yes. People yes. really believe that that is Jerry Jones's biological. Well, he should order. be more than happy to take a paternity test oh, so right. he can be eliminated as the father. Well, but but mom, people think that. I he mean, is. what could be the problem? People think that he is the the father. Um, he's L- been listen. Paying you know, I'm only the joking. mother. He's been he's paying, paying her already. He's for years. He's been paying oh. the mother. Um, oh. and the, the the daughter, the alleged well, he's her been child support, and now she yeah. wants more money. No, I think she just wants to be acknowledged as. The oh, daughter. I see. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't. I don't oh, think she fine. actually wants to. Be, well, good. Well, you know what? Either way, the, the child has the right to know. 
Okay, so Jerry Jones, he's not above the law. You were you weren't above the deed, so you are not above you and, know uh, your moral and legal obligation to confirm for the world to to acknowledge that you are this child's father. Because remember, my he's not obligated to pay her any more money. She's twenty seven years old, and according to them, he's already paid her child support. But he just, well, he might have thought it was child support slash hush money. But guess what? Guess what? No, not today. No. And Good. we'll see. And we Good. say Once again, I, accountability. I, I like accountability. Yeah, uh, Jerry Jones, no. What you did in the dark is going to come in the light. And you're not going to point her out to be and accuse her by default of being dishonest if, in fact, you're really her father. If you're not, you're not. Uh, clearly, you think you could be, else you wouldn't have been paying her for years. Exactly. So, you know, okay, so then, you know, no. Accountability. I don't care if it's me. I don't care who it is. Accountability. That's what you did on it. Okay. If you're the father, you're the father. Shh. Clearly, you had sex with the mother. We already, that's a foregone conclusion. Oh, but yeah. But now, if you're the father, you're the father. If you're not, you're not. Okay. Okay, uh, my and, and, you, and you need to get that straight, and maybe the Cowboys will win if you do something right. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I hate that people keep saying, "Oh, he's eighty-one years old. Time is winding, winding down, and time is winding down for all of us." We don't right. We, oh, is time winding the other way for somebody? Right. Is is, is there a living organism that grow that's growing younger? Right. Every living organism is growing older. Okay. Right. Right. So, you know, and Jerry Jones has had a blessed full life, right. more so than almost anybody. Exactly. Okay. So please don't feel sorry for him. You know, hope, hope that you hope that you will get his bank, which none of us are going to get hardly, right. Right. you know, and hope that you achieve his, what, 80, 81 years old. 81 okay. As of all now. that yeah. is all that is fabulous. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Um, and my just this, a couple of updates, which you may have heard before. The University of Texas had the same thing as the University of Florida has eliminated its diversity, equity, and inclusion offices, firing its full-time employees, and ending DEI contracts with outside vendors. So that makes me sad. Um, you know, uh, it's against the law, apparently. Uh, and so that whole like what's against the law? Well, there's a law that says it's um, it's against the law to hire someone based on their race. Oh, and, oh, the, okay. and in particular, these states, they're the ones that, you know, Florida and Texas, we know how they are. So just it just makes me sad. Not not feeling it. Guys. As I always say, I've said it before, on every level we need to vote. You can't just vote at the top and then let anybody come in underneath them because that will erode the power of the person on the top, okay? You can't have a liberal or Democrat on top and a bunch of Republicans or conservatives on the bottom, okay? It's got to be, you have to vote across the board consistently in order to make change. Everybody go vote. That's all I'm going to say, because no matter what you say, if you don't get it voted in, it's not going to hold water. Okay? And these things have been allowed to happen because people have been complacent. People have been indifferent. People have been misinformed. People have been uninformed. People have been remiss in their duty, in their civic duties. So, you know, guys, stay focused and pay attention. 
you know, after it already happens, much easier to prevent it than to reverse it. Okay. An right. uh, ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Okay. And that is true. Okay, guys. Okay. Stay woke. Stay woke. Thank you, daughter. That was okay. wonderful to, you know, to mention and let everybody just be aware. Because then everybody's like, what? What? Oh. Yeah, but what? What? Oh, oh, when you were supposed to be going to vote. Right. And you didn't even pay attention to what was going on and you couldn't be bothered and you'd rather just sit on the couch because you didn't like any of the candidates. Just guess what? One of the candidates was better than the other to represent your beliefs. Right. Okay? So, and represent your interests. So, think about it. Not that you don't like either one of them or so what? Okay? Because then that's just giving a win to whomever. Okay? Yeah. Okay. 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 Um, so let's get in now, mine, to some actual um, film and TV. So first, I'm going to start it off with Dune 2, uh, which is starring Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Josh Brolin, Florence Pugh. Um, I just want to say, guys, it was a lot of fun, entertaining, great special effects. It was like a, there was a love story. There was adventure. Uh, Paul, Timothy Chalamet's character, you know, he unites with Channies and Daya's character and their indigenous people, the Freeman. Paul is seeking revenge against the conspiracists who destroyed his family, including, you know, murdered his father. He's faced with choosing between the love of his life and pretty much saving the the world. Uh, and so that's what Dune 2 is about. And so guys, I highly recommend it. Um, I'm giving it a top shelf nine. Um, just excellent performances from Miss Zendaya, um, uh, even Timothy Chalamet, and mine, Austin Butler. He's bald in Dune 2. He has like oh, a- Oh, wow. I wouldn't have recognized him anyway until he started talking. Sounded like Elvis Presley. Right, right. So um, just just excellent. Just wanted to put that out there. Okay, good. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Okay. Um, so let's, it's long, guys. Just want to preface that. Um, so let's move on to Single Black Female 2. Now, uh, Single Black Female 2, Simone's Revenge, Starring, of course, Amber Riley, Kay Michelle, and Raven Goodwin. Ma, I'll let you take it over. I don't have really that much to say about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, guess what, guys? Simone is not dead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Simone, Simone has uh, reappeared and uh, she's been resurrected. I don't even want to say resurrected because she was never really dead. But somehow she survived whatever the last catastrophe was. And she's also become a nun. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. And her name is Grace or Sister Grace. Her name is Grace, which is funny because I guess, you know, you're supposed to give her Grace. Mm -hmm. In any event, she continues to be a serial killer. Okay. And it takes very little provocation for her to kill you. She kills to gain friendship. She kills somebody because mm, she just doesn't like them. She kills because, oh, it's inconvenient to have you around. Mm -hmm. And she just kills and kills and kills. And she fools everybody. And Raven, a.k.a. Monica, 
is arrested and incarcerated for multiple murders, at least two, mm -hmm. right? And, of course, Simone is free as a bird, and she's embraced by one of the head nuns in her order, and that head nun brings <laughs> Sister Grace an offspring, her daughter. Ma, nobody asked you to tell. Why are you? End of story. Why? Okay, I so everybody, Ma is called the spoiler queen. That is what Ma is called. I had to tell Mad you at me. in order to say, look forward to seeing part three. But Ma, what if people want to listen? I'm I did not tell them any of the plot. I didn't tell them who she there killed. There was no why plot. She killed. Well, that's it. But I didn't tell <laughs> Well, that's the plot. No plot. I did. I didn't tell them who she killed. I didn't tell them it was your love interest. I didn't tell them about careers. I didn't tell them about fabulous wardrobe Talk. and hair. My this one, I'm, I'm my this one gets a hooch from me. Um, it's maybe oh gosh, I don't know a two hooch. Bad acting, bad script. Uh, it may make it a one, actually. Um, I know these ladies can do better than that. I'm looking forward to seeing them do something better than what I saw. Okay, and we know Amber Riley can blow. And K. Michelle can sing, too. That is uh, correct. So, what do you, did you have a score? Or no? I'm giving it a point five. <laughs> okay? Super duper hoochie coochie. Okay. Beyond hoochie, hoochie, coochie, okay, is getting a point five, oh, and it only gets that point five because I saw some fabulous hairstyles and I saw some fly hats. Oh yeah, that's okay, that's what they get the effort for. The end. Finish with that. Okay, uh, so let's move on to our final movie of the week, Ma. And I know this is definitely one of your favorites of all times. Bottoms, starring Ayo Adabiri, uh, Rachel Sinat, uh, Kaya Gerber, who is Cindy Crawford's daughter, and Marshawn Lynch. And it is a, it's a comedy about two unpopular lesbians who start a fight club to meet girls and to lose their virginity. That's pretty much what it is about. Nothing more, nothing less. Uh, I was thinking that this was going to be a little bit more entertaining than it was, uh, just obviously because Ayo, uh, we know that she is very talented and she can be funny and she can be dramatic. Um, and I guess it wasn't really her fault with the script, but uh, I just, it, to me, it, it was all it was all over the place. It was much to much to do about nothing. I don't right. know. If this is a situation where I'm looking at. Okay, so this is specifically for Gen Zs, and maybe they'll relate more to it. But I just, I don't, I don't want to nope. like nope. Gen Zers. I don't think anybody's feeling this. It was unfunny, uninspired, uninteresting. It was on every damn thing. Mm -hmm. No. I am not feeling it at all. Not thoughtful, not sophisticated, not polished, not addressing any real interests, not coming up with any viable solutions to 
social isolation, social awkwardness, and on and on and on and on. And nope, nope, it was a big, uh, what did they say? Uh, uh, sucky movie. That's what it was. So what okay? do you give it, Mom? I want to give it, I gave the last one a 0.5. Yeah. I'm giving this one a 0. 0.0001. Okay. Well, a 0. 0.0001. As close to nothing as you can give it. Well, it's I'm getting just because they even showed up. I thought it was so beneath the talents of AO until it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. She didn't play even that part well. It was not interesting. It was not funny. It was not inspiring. It was not anything at all. It was so out in the end was just a bunch of Ma, silly, okay, buffoonery, don't, terrible. Okay. I didn't say what it was. I'm just I saying. I know. I have to catch no. you. It went started out bad and went to worse. It was totally subpar. No. No, as close to zero as you can get. Point zero 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 one. So I'm okay. So I am mostly in agreement with you. It's definitely getting a hooch for me. It's getting a little bit of a higher hooch than what you gave it. It's getting a three, which is pretty, pretty, pretty sucky. Whoa, you found no. something worthy of a three? Well, you know why? Because like the whole no, concept. I don't know why. Okay, the whole concept of. I'm, you know, an awkward teenager in high school and I want to meet girls. So I come, That's listen, my, my, listen, and I come up okay. with uh, a plan. Okay, I'm going to start a fight club to meet girls and make up this whole story. And so like on paper, it's, you know, kind of is different and would be funny. Now the execution is where it completely failed. I'm giving it well, three for the okay. thought. I gotcha. See, I'm giving a zero to the whole thing because trying to meet somebody in a fight club, no. Because what is that? Are they a bully? Are they aggressive? Or what? No. No. That's not the way I want to meet anybody. No. Okay. All right. So let's move on uh, to season three, the premiere episode of BMF. And I don't really know. Um, I know we're going to have to revisit this because we watched this together and I feel as though we were a little bit distracted. Um, I was I, totally distracted. <laughs> I will say. <laughs> I it will, was on, but I was totally in another world. But I will, but, I, but I'll just, you know, you know, key in on a couple things and we can, you know, follow up with it next week. Um, Meech is in Atlanta and he appears to be doing his thing and he's making a name for himself. Um, and making a couple of enemies. We, yeah, we, we do. We know he got shot at him and his, you know, mm, crew, yeah. um, but he managed to survive. Um, part of the episode that went down for me is when I saw Neo, um, his character, Rodney Greeny. Uh, I don't know what Neo was You know doing. what? Hold up, daughter. Let me insert something. Yeah. Keep that thought about Neo. This is what I want to say. Shout out to Neo's agent. Because, baby, he did a hell of a, jo a job to sell Neo for that part. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Go ahead. All right. Um, Terry, um, he's still in Detroit. Um, his girlfriend, we know from last season, is pregnant. And his married side chick, a.k.a. Lala, uh, was almost killed. Um, and her, Lala's husband is in jail. Um, she supposedly says that she's in love. Not supposedly. She claims she's in love with Terry. 
Um, and Terry brings Lala over to the house with the with his family and the, the girlfriend. Oh, she just needs to stay one night because her safety is, you know, in jeopardy and blah, blah, and blah. why is their house safe? Right. Where is the presumption that their house is safe? Right. Right. Why? Why right. is that? And I just want to preface this again. I didn't preface it. This is my least favorite 50 series. Um, I still find things in it that I like, um, but I really enjoy so much. I think Raising Canaan is excellent. I think Tommy is excellent. Um, I think, uh, what is it? The Ghost Power Book 2, I think is good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And BMF to me kind of goes awry. And maybe because it's based on so much of reality that it's a little bit disappointing that these people would be this, you know, wow. Um, anyway, so- Moving on from that, Ma, um, Terry and I think Lala's plan is to move into a home together. Um, I guess he'll raise his kid, but he doesn't really seem to want anything to do with that girlfriend. And the girlfriend is just goofy. I don't like all that. Um, but Charles at the same time, he's got her pregnant with the second child. Right, right. Yeah, right. you know, he's not feeling her and all this and that. But it's taking him how many kids for him to figure out that he's going with Lala? Right. Well, Lala has kids and a, and has a husband. Well, well, but that's different. He didn't give them to her. Right. This man claims that he's stepping away from this woman because he doesn't care for her. But yet right. she's pregnant with right. the second baby. Not even the first one. Okay. Right. Right. But the second one. So right. you didn't care for her, but you didn't care not to worry about whether or not she was getting her pregnant. Right. Right. Finally, um, not finally, um, Charles and Lucille, um, Terry and Misha's parents, they are probably going to get divorced. At least Lucille um, is still saying she wants a divorce, although her actions don't always seem to support her words. Uh, Detective Von Bryant, that Steve Harris, um, you know, he's very concerned about his juvenile son in jail uh, for murder. And then his former partner, Detective Veronica, she's been reassigned to a new partner. She has a female partner. Uh, shout out to Two Chains. I think he's playing, well, I know he's playing a, a, a drug dealer um, from Atlanta. We don't really know much about him too much. Not um, yet, yeah. We do know that they uh, introduced the police officers who were assigned, I guess, their unit to um, illegally harass and destroy uh, a bunch of drug dealers that are in Atlanta. I forgot the units. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, the special task force type unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Any any thoughts, Ma? Um, I, on you know what? Let me let me just say something. Now I hope I'm not exposing you know my ignorance about this whole thing. But I would like to know. I know there was a kind of a I thought was a big hoopla made about Monique coming into this one. Correct. Mm -hmm. Into the BMF, right? Right. Now, she just, what, floated on off into oblivion? I don't know. I mean, I know she had to get out of town because of something, something, something. Was that the beginning and the end of her? Did 50 know. decide mm, she was too toxic to really keep her around any longer? We don't know. We don't know. Uh, no more story. Goldie. Her name was Goldie. Yeah. No more, no more storyline on Goldie. Well, we right? don't know. We don't because, know. Okay, we, we we haven't seen anything. Okay, I didn't know if perhaps, you know, I had missed something because no. I know I personally don't recall hearing anything else about her. And as Meech is spreading his wings down in Atlanta, he's mm -hmm. becoming more and more powerful. 
you know, and then um, uh, Terry is not having things so smooth back in the hometown, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Things are kind of, you know, he's kind of seeing some, you know, his people are kind of not really so happy with working with him, mm-hmm. you know, so I don't know what that's going to be. No. And he's like, well, I'm not my brother. I'm running things the way I'm going to run things. So I don't know. That's that's a problem right there. Yeah. You know, so, okay. So we'll All see. Right. We'll, we'll see what happens. Right. But we, we right. don't know right. if Monique's character will return later in the season. It's a possibility that can happen as well. Right. So, right. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. All right, Ma. We got to get into, uh, well, I, I would say a couple, but it's actually more than a couple. Um, It's three okay. reality shows. Um, You know, one or two of them we probably don't need to spend much time on. Uh, first off is Married at First Sight, and hmm. we kind of go in on the three remaining couples. Um, okay. First, we can start off with one that seems a little bit more, um, you know, at least happy to just be alive. As at, at least they're <laughs> together having fun. Right. And I um, know you You can only be talking about, there's only one in Married at First Sight, and that's Michael and Chloe. Michael and Chloe, right. I That's don't it. know what will happen with them. They seem to want no, we're not to explore each reason, other in a physical it, way. Right they, now, yeah. they're good. They seem to be, yeah, I don't have any faith that they will actually laugh, but they respect one another and they understand that marriage is also physical. There's a physical aspect to marriage. Right. Um, but let's get into the two other couples Okay. Don't seem to quite understand that. Uh, first, we'll go with Becca and Austin. Now, we've seen Becca beg Austin for weeks Every now. Show. Eight weeks. Every episode. We have sex she's with her. She's saying she's available. She wants to. Blah, blah, blah. We've every episode since almost from the beginning. You know? Mm-hmm. Every episode. You know, let's say, you know, maybe not the first or second, but pretty much after that either directly or indirectly, she has made it clear that she is ready, willing, and able to have sex with Austin. Right. Right. And so Austin has refused for whatever reason. And to making me, making many excuses. Right. One and, excuse after the other. And but to no me, matter how you slice it, it's been a big rejection. Right. And to me, if whomever, male or female, these people are, are married. Okay, if someone has been sleeping in the bed with you for two months and they have not had sex with you, they are not into you. He's not, he didn't say he's a virgin. He didn't say he's doing this for religious reasons. Oh, I'm trying to take things. So how slow do you want to take them? It's not, it hasn't been two days. It's been two months. Mm. So, well, so far for him, slow means never. Right. And so he he let he he moved out of the, the apartment they had before decision day, before it was time for him to actually move. He finally just, I guess, I don't know what happened one night, but it clicked in his head, is not working. And um, you know, I felt bad for Becca because Becca just ignored all the signs in the world that this man was not into her. She not only ignored the signs, she she was more active. Mm-hmm. Ignoring the signs could be just sort of more, a more passive kind of behavior. She was actively letting him know that she wanted to have sex with him. 
and he was refusing her. She didn't just sit back and not say anything to where you didn't know what she was really thinking. You know, she came out there. She put it out there that she felt physically attracted to him and wanted to have sex with him. And he was the one who was saying no all along. Okay. Okay? So she had a double whammy because she was woman enough to put it out there, but foolish enough not to accept the fact that he was rejecting her to where he had to keep rejecting her time and time again. After you would have rejected me the first time, let's say I was the type to put it out there. I would have been hoping I wouldn't have had to do that. Uh, But let's say I was the type who said, okay, I'll just, you know, take the initiative. Once you tell me that, I'm finished. I'm backing up and off of you, okay? Nothing else. You don't want to have sex with me. Guess what? I don't want to have sex with you either. Plain and simple. Okay, you have offended me and insulted me. And more to the point, guess what? That's your right and I accept it. And now I just, I'd rather have somebody who wants to have sex with me anyway. Okay? Because you don't know what you're getting with that. I've never had sex with you before. I don't know what that is. It might not even be pleasurable. I don't know what kind of dud it might be. Okay? Let's be honest. You don't know. Right. But she continued and continued and continued and continued and continued until he finally figured, let me get the hell up out of here. She might rape me. I'm going home. Yeah. Until he just left the whole building. And that's what happened. And that's what happened. And now she crying boo-hoo-hoo. You know what? You could have saved yourself a lot of embarrassment and a lot of tears if when the man told you in the first place he didn't want to have sex with you, you had option number one. Chill and see if things changed. Option number two. Leave. Mm-hmm. Okay. Option number three, drop the whole thing of sex and just hang out and honor your contract. She had a lot of options, but she chose to keep pursuing the sex thing. Right. And I don't care what expert came in and said anything. I don't care what they said to you. It's you who's being humiliated. You who's being hurt. Your feelings are being hurt. You might be getting disrespected, depending upon how you see things, you know, and on and on and on. It's your feelings. It's not the expert's feelings. It's your feelings getting hurt. Right. And for me, I would prefer to protect my emotions, my heart, and my feelings. So I would have preferred to back up, not even my brain, not even the brain, not even the intellect. Let's not even put the intellect into it. Okay, let's just go off straight up emotion. I would have been too damn hurt. Listen, I'm I'm totally in, I mean, I know I keep saying I'm totally in agreement with you, but we're seeing eye to eye on a a lot of things here. Uh, Let's get in because we, you know, we've been talking a lot about stuff today. Um, Let's get into Emily and Brennan finally, because Uh, this has been the most toxic couple to me because Emily has just, you know, sat and acted as though Brennan had any good intentions towards her. And it was obvious from the beginning that after the wedding day, I'll say that let's say, no, the honeymoon, he moved back. He didn't even want to move into the uh, apartment complex with her from the beginning. They were not sleeping in the same room. 
He wanted to, you know, start everything over again with a building a friendship. Now that is ridiculous, but anyway, you're married. What do you right. mean a friendship? I mean, I mean, you you sort of maybe make friends, but that's not your goal. No, your no goal is to bond as a couple, right? And no physical uh, attraction from his part of you know him being attracted to her. No physical touch, nothing. And it seems as though when he would get, I'm gonna say shout out to Brennan. I'm gonna say shout out to Brennan, daughter. Hey, you know why? Why? I know, but you know, I'm gonna say shout out to Brennan. For one thing. Okay. Brennan never lied. Brennan had never told that woman he wanted her. No. If he did, I didn't hear it. He did not. Maybe I stepped out the room for go get a refreshing beverage or something like that, as they say, you know. But I never heard him say that he loved her. I didn't hear that. Maybe he said it. I didn't hear it. I mean, maybe they was in those vows, which they're not his vows, so he didn't really didn't, you know, he might have just said, okay. But I never heard him say affirmatively and definitively that he loved her or he wanted to be with her. I didn't hear him say that. Maybe he said it, but I missed it. I never felt that he misled her. I felt that he was crystal clear that he wasn't feeling her after the honeymoon. Okay, on the honeymoon, I think it was La La Land, and there were no real declarations too much one way or the other. They was just kind of having fun, you know. Right. Uh, all of them, pretty much, except uh, except for Orion and, and Lauren. That's a whole other problem. But anyway, um, well, no, it's not a problem because that's that's dumb, you know. Right. But but Emily and Brennan, one thing I can say to him. I do not like him. I don't like his attitude. I don't even like the look on his face. I don't like anything about him, okay? But I'm going to tell you one thing I do like. You cannot say that he misled her because to me, he was crystal clear that he didn't care about her or care for her. From the beginning. At all. From the beginning. You know, the only only thing about, but you know what's funny? My, you know what? This is funny. I don't know if you remember this because um, I thought I told you this. I could have. Yeah, been, maybe you did. Well, I'm not sure. But I was just like, when Brennan said, no, no divorce, you married for life. Oh, I, was, I remember that crap. Oh, we knew he was lying when he said Yeah, that. we knew, oh, we knew that was lying. That. How can you, you can, you can never know enough about life to say that. Right. You can, you can never, you would actually have to be a deep clairvoyant to even make that kind of statement and have it mean anything. How could you know that? Nobody goes into a marriage looking for divorce. No one right. says, oh, I'm going to get married and I'll be, uh, I'm, I'm going to get divorced. Don't get, then you won't get, get married. There's right, no reason. Right. right. Um, but we, my, we forgot one important thing. Uh, Claire revealed to uh, Miss Emily that Brennan uh, was dating. Well, he's free. He didn't never did tell her nothing. He never told her that he wasn't going to date. Did you hear him say that? <laughs> he never said that. But you know what? Just another level of disrespect. Oh, this is what I can't get. What is wrong with these women? Declare, Becca, 
I, I don't want to include Lauren too much because Lauren was never, but Lauren didn't even have a chance because Orion said he wanted a divorce from the door. Yeah. That's what these two men probably should have did, you know, but I feel badly that these women are behaving so foolishly. What do you think will happen to you when these men walk away from you? Nothing. Or force you to walk away from them? Not a damn thing. Guess what? The sun is going to rise tomorrow and you're going to find another mate. And you're certainly going to start the search. Okay? That's what's going to happen. So why you think you have to let them, you know, speak to you in an abusive and callous way and accept rejection over rejection after rejection? Why do you think you have to subject yourself to that of Becca and Emily? I don't understand. And Lauren, too, to some extent. But Becca and Emily dragging it out even longer. You know, so, hey, whatever, whatever. And you know what? And the universe equipped you with a brain and you women are not that foolish on other levels and right. other areas of your life. Why are you so damn crazy at this stage of your life with these two guys who clearly putting a foot in your ass? All right, I'm finished. All right, Ma, we gotta, we gotta move on. Okay, we guys, we'll let you know uh, our thoughts on it. I think next week is the finale, I think, right? I think it's just, well, Who at least knows? decision day. It's been over for so long. I don't know. Okay. Uh, one, <laughs> of the one of the worst seasons ever. All right. Um, Love is Blind. So, hmm. All right, Ma. So I guess we can go in with uh, Jimmy and Chelsea to start. We Chelsea is one of the most annoying people. Oh, I'm sure you, Chelsea, I'm sure she's a sweet listen, Ma. I'm sure she's a sweet lady, but she needs some type of therapy. We all need therapy, but she needs therapy in dealing with relationships, romantic relationships. Why are you why a grown ass you know woman me? whining like Damn. that? All right. You stayed away an hour. Damn. Right. But oh I will God. say, Ma, oh I don't God. I don't like that Jimmy has female friends that he's still close with that he had sex with. Please. Jimmy like doing that. what he feel like doing. Jimmy right. is having him some drinks and doing whatever he wants to do. And right. let me tell you, the, the only woman that stopped with Jimmy is the one, the woman who put up boundaries, okay? Because right. Jimmy does not have boundaries of his own, okay? Right. Right. And and he was the best behaved on camera. Okay. Mm -hmm. We've seen some of his little antics on camera. Imagine him off camera. Off camera. Right. Okay. And without so, her. So I okay. don't what are your what are your thoughts on them lasting? Zero. Zero. As close to zero as you can get. I don't think they gonna listen. In all seriousness, Rebecca is way too Rebecca up. Uh, Chelsea is way too whiny. Uh, she's unreasonable. She has no sense of self-assuredness at all. Okay. And Jimmy is way too uh freewheeling and and personable. And I just don't see them two clicking at all. He's gonna get sick of her whining. She's going to get sick of him being the person, flirty person that he is. I don't know if he'll do anything or not or whatever, but he's certainly a flirty person. And then oh, you sure. can see that. Oh, you know, 100%. so I, I don't. To me, she's way too insecure and he's not going to change. She's not trying to change. 
and he's going to get sick of her with all that ridiculous ass whining like she's a three-year-old, you know, right. and it's just not going to work out. I'm I'm with you 100% on that, Ma. I'm not I'm not feeling that. I don't think they're they're going to last. Um, it was um interesting with Jimmy and Jessica. Jessica, listen, I think that you also securing your bag for your as an influencer and making all your different um your appearances on these reality shows. You could you I do not believe that you were that into Jimmy. Uh, nah, and I don't believe it either. And yeah. Jessica, whatever the case, you'll be fine. You'll be yeah. good. You're I think you have your eye on your career and collecting whatever bags you can get along the way. And that's wonderful. There's good a rumor. You. There's a rumor that she is seeing someone from the cast. Um, they good. haven't revealed who that is. Until from the cast of this current season? Yes. This, and, oh, okay. And she all, but, but who knows? But she also has reportedly taped perfect match that she did after the show well you don't know if that's business or pleasure we never know what that all is. of it is is maybe both well that's what i'm saying so we don't know all well, right good i'm good well, well she's not sitting home moping and moaning over oh no oh, she's no. going on with things and good for her just just good for her you know mm -hmm. Moving on, uh, Jeremy and Laura. Well, we knew that that wasn't going to work out. Um, oh, Laura, oh, oh, oh. Laura went over Sarah. Yeah. Well, you know what, Jeremy, you were right either. But but you know what, Laura was nasty to me. Laura's nasty as well. So you know, you know, they just just have you know different directions that they're going, and that's all. Laura was you know critical of him and and demanding and. And he was like not having it, and so you know, so be it. You so know what? Give me a headache, please. I'm, I'm with you, Ma, on that because, like, you know, I try to give Laura the benefit of the doubt as well because I'm like, oh, you know, Laura. But Laura was complaining about the man in his Hawaiian shirt. She was just like, she just kept on jumping down on him. Now he everything, everything that he did, everything that Jeremy did was wrong as far as you know him hanging out with Sarah Ann until five in the morning, him lying right. about that, and da da da. Well, he probably was trying to get the hell away from Laura. Right, right. Um. So and Sarah Ann, I'm not really feeling Sarah Ann too much, Mom, but. I'm kind of with you on Sarah Ann and the AD conversation because AD right. is going in on Sarah Ann and that's not her business. Why don't you worry about that's not her AD. business at all? You need you got a whole lot of therapeutic work to do over there with uh what's his name Clay or whatever his name is. You got a whole lot of work to do over there with him because he's as clingy as hell. Act like he one foot out the door and one foot in. And you don't know what's going on with him. And Clay always is mentioned every every segment that they do, every scene about, oh, my parents cheated. Oh, I'm scared I'm going to cheat. Why the hell are you on the show? And then wait, mm -hmm. why is it right. that you are a an entrepreneur who is in tech sales and you, right. and you sell uh, Airbnbs and right. jet skis? Why right. is it that you can't come home at night? I'm really. What you mean? Everybody know you jet skis. You got to try them out all night. How you gonna <laughs> sell something like that? What Airbnb? You got to try out the beds. And nighttime is the only time you could do that. So what? I please you. You know this man can't come home at night. <laughs> and tech sales, you know you got to make sure everything is up and running securely at night. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right then. Okay. Now, where do you expect this man to come home? I, I'm sure he comes home once or twice a week. I mean, Listen, what do you want from him? AD, you better save that soft voice 
uh, for some other man, you better there save you that and use yeah. um, well, you know eyelashes like, for some yeah. other man. There you go. You know what I like that AD said? And if she sticks to what she said, it's, that is right on. She was good. I love it that she said, well, you know, if it's a no on decision day, I'll pick myself up and dust myself off and I'll be fine. I'll be okay with it. Right. Because you will be okay. Yeah. I love it. I love that she I hope she that. means that. I hope she means it too. That's what she, she said. I, but I tell you, I'm not one for long-term engagements. I loved it. I loved it. She's telling me, look, you ain't going to be drink, stringing me along or BSing me if it's no, it's no. And I loved it. That was wonderful. Okay. Um, a, okay. Mm, so AD, we talked about AD and, AD and Clay. Amy and Johnny, they seem to be like the only couple that seem to really like each other. Really, really click. Right. Really legitimately click without a whole bunch of crazy excuses and and bizarre stories and, you know, just, you know, ready-made excuses to exit the door, you know. Yeah. Uh, they seem like they're really trying to figure it out together. Yeah. And I like that you, about them. And what do you... I liked her father. He met the father. I like yeah. that. that was, he was, that he was, was a sweetie. Different. What yeah. about your thoughts on the couple that could have been uh, Trevor and Chelsea? No, I want something better for Trevor. Yeah. Well, I don't know if he was. I think Trevor may have had something better a couple of weeks before he came. <laughs> All right. Well, good. Well, let him have it and let him keep on getting it. No, because I don't know how Trevor is, but I'm not reading from, from Trevor the same nastiness that I'm reading from like a Brennan mm-hmm. or an Austin. I'm not getting that from Trevor. I'm getting totally different, better, more considerate and caring and kinder human being. I'm getting a different read from Trevor. You know, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I'm so, getting a different read from Trevor. And so, I would not want him stuck with Chelsea. So, Ma, let's just do like a quick recap because the finale is this Wednesday. And I'm sure they'll okay. do I'm sure they'll do a reunion probably in a couple days after. Um, okay. So Jimmy and Chelsea, are we saying it's a no? I'm saying it needs to be a no. Okay. Um, A D and Clay, or what are we saying for A D and Clay? At the altar. Yeah, I got it. I'm thinking yes. I'm going to say no. I'm thinking one of them will say no. Um, right. Okay. And, uh, oh, Amy and Johnny, I'm going to say a yes at the altar. Amy and Johnny, yes. Me too. Okay. I think that's it, right? It's three left. Right? Okay. I don't know what Jer- Jeremy and Sarah Ann. I don't, you don't know. You don't think Jeremy? You don't think Jeremy and, and and Laura might get back together? Well, they definitely broke up. I, I think don't he told know. them f you, and he went jet skiing with uh, Sarah, Sarah Ann. You know, yeah. I don't oh, know right. if they will get married because they he hasn't proposed to her, so that's no. a So I'm no. gonna say no. They may date, and I don't know. <laughs> well, I never even really considered them for marriage at this point. No. Okay. Okay, um, so let's get into our final reality show uh, of the week. Um, and this was the penultimate episode. Uh, and it was the banishment. Oh, traitors. Okay. That's yeah, real okay. good. That's what you okay, see now. Right? Good, good. Okay, traitors. So traitors. Yeah, traitors was fire. Yeah. Yeah, so my Peter was banished. Yeah, Peter's gone. Peter's gone. 
Uh, I liked Peter, but I think Peter was getting on a lot of people's nerves because he uh, was Peter was so trying to be too, yes, too sanctimonious about right. anything. Ah, right. you know, so, so. Oh, I'm Peter the Great, faithful, you know, that's so enough he, of that. So he's right. gone. Right. Uh, Phaedra held on tight, you know, but we knew things didn't look good for Phaedra at that point. Um, but they well, decided- Well, two, two of the traders had pointed her out already. Oh, oh yeah. Peter so, and Poverty. Had pointed her out. No, not Peter. You mean Dan? I mean Dan. I mean Dan in poverty had pointed yeah. her out. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so Phaedra and Kate. Well, Peter was gunning for her too. Well, but he, but he's but not. He didn't point her out. Yeah. No, 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 no. He, but he's not a traitor. That's what he's, I mean. No, he's not a traitor. He's um, just a person who had a lot of influence who wanted her gone. Yeah, and mm -hmm. Trishel also wanted Phaedra gone too. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. So, yeah. um, so Phaedra and Kate decide. We got to murder someone. And so really, we as a choice between uh, John and Trishel. So who are we going to murder between John and Trishel? They couldn't murder CT because CT had the shield. He had the shield, right. So they, so they decided. And they didn't consider the other ones dangerous enough to, you know, And I think that with. that was a mistake. They decided to murder John. I, I, I was... In that same position, you would have got rid of Sandra. I would have got rid of Sandra. Yeah. I would have because I would have thrown people off a little bit because Sandra is dangerous on so many levels. Sandra has won Survivor twice, right? And Sandra is on to Kate, right. um, and she likes Phaedra, but don't think that she won't get rid of Phaedra. You yeah, know, yeah, of course. Um, so of course. I, I, I would have. Somebody had mentioned, oh, Kate mentioned getting rid of Sandra, well, if I'm not mistaken. But remember, and then Sandra came out there when they were talking, and yep. they switched the conversation, yep. you know, because they were talking about Sandra. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah. yeah. And I would have, but that was, they wanted to get rid of Sandra at the banishment. I'm talking about right. the murder night before the murder. Oh, yeah, murder. And they got rid yeah. of John. Yeah. Yeah. And so, because John, um, to me, John just ran his mouth a lot, but. I don't know. I, I to me, you know, you could always get rid of Trishel. I thought John was less cutthroat. See, I would have gotten rid of Trishel, and even though strategically it may have been very obvious, but I would have gotten rid of her simply because I don't like her. I understand. Okay? I and she would have. I don't like her. Well, double to me, it would have been double whammy, two for one, because I don't like her, and she is really a serious threat. So, yeah. uh, so I would have. I would have went right for her. But I wouldn't have went for her in such a, such an obvious way because people know, you know, I wouldn't have went for her in just a way where, boom, everybody is thinking, oh, that's what you're doing. You know, right. maybe a few people would have thought of it, but I would have been thinking of the numbers. Right. Let me see how I can work this numerically, you know. So uh, that part went off. But Phaedra just had so much going against her when the other two traders with her were gone. You know, um, that that really just it it just almost made it inevitable that they was going to turn Phaedra in, you know, right. but basically. And that's what they did. Right. Right. OK. Um, and then, you know, 
Finally, my, um, you know, I was, I've, I've really been undecided about Kate's play throughout the competition because Kate, when she was recruited by Phaedra uh, to come in as a trader, she seemed as though she was reluctant about it and she was throwing shade, oh, you know, towards She didn't want to be a trader. Right. She didn't want, she wanted to be a faithful and, oh, why did they call her in to be a trader? Well, right. you know, she could have been a trader or go home. Oh, right. That was but, but then this week, for most of this episode, she had Phaedra's back. Until she voted her off. Until she voted her off. And then when she and then when she voted her off, she said, in this game, you're more selfish than skillful. It's not fun to play games with people who play that way. Now, before I get back to that, there was Sheree. We knew that Phaedra was probably going to go. We knew. We knew Phaedra right. was, you know. Right. Sheree had a conversation and asked Phaedra was she, what was up with her? Was she a trade? But see, but she, but don't forget, Sheree knows Phaedra and she knows Phaedra will lie. Yeah. And yeah. which Phaedra did, and she just asked Phaedra so she could look in Phaedra's face and be sure that Phaedra was lying. Well, yeah, so. And that's what she did. So she voted, so she voted her off. We knew, right. we knew where they were going with that. Um, right. CT, I thought was so sweet because CT, you know, I thought really, you know, like was torn. He yeah. was torn, right? But he knew that she was a, a, a traitor. traitor, and right. so, um, but Kate to me kind of blew up her own game with calling Phaedra selfish, more selfish than skillful. It didn't make any sense to me. Like, why would you say that? Like, it's one thing to say Phaedra. You know, I don't know. It seems like everybody is on, hot on you. Why did you have to go and make it extra? To me, to me, Kate. To me, not. it exposed the fact that you knew something more about her than other people. Right, 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 right. You oh. knew more about the strategy she was using than other people. Because what you mean, skillful? What right. What was wrong with her skills? Or right. what do you know about her skills? Or what do you think you know about her skills? And to me, and my, you know what? At that point, also, Phaedra seemed like she had given up. She seemed like she was tired. Phaedra said she was ready to go get in the spa. She was like. ready to go home at that point. Right. All right, right Ma. So, um, who's going to win? Well, Phaedra has been fun. It's been fun with Phaedra. But Phaedra, Phaedra was the most, listen, Phaedra was the most entertaining uh, contestant all on Right. Right. Competitor right. on the show this season. Right. There was, right. you know, um, you know, and then early on we had a couple people that went when uh, Janelle could be very entertaining, but she got she right. early. Well, the first person um, they voted off was his name, Johnny. What's the first person they voted off? Oh, Johnny off? Bananas. Johnny Bananas. Johnny is bananas. Good. Yeah, yeah, they shouldn't have voted yeah. him off. They voted him off. Did, you know, Peppermint was good. They, yeah. they, you know, they voted off a lot of entertaining people in the very beginning. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. And I saw, I don't know. And Dan, who, you know, I'm a Big Brother fan. He did not play a good game on Traders at all. He played, he normally plays a really good game, but all of the stuff that he was saying, he it did. He didn't really do it. I'm just right. like, what do you, what, what? But anyway, right. my, um, so any, any predictions of who you think is going to win? Because uh, next week, well, this week, Thursday, is the finale. You know what? I'm going to tell you who I'm hope wins. Hmm. I don't know if they're going to win, but mm -hmm. who I would like to see win is between Sandra and MJ. Okay. I, I like, like that. Sand I, would, I would say Sandra, but I don't know. She's already on some radar. But yeah. I don't know what that means. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know what that means. 
And uh-huh. MJ is is not so much Man. on anybody's, you know? So I don't know. Chelsea, I mean Chelsea. Trichelle. Uh, Trichelle, I would not like to see when. Because no. to me, she's been aggressive and nasty. Not not making it fun. Um, but I guess it's good to have a villain as well. Yeah. I e. mean, T- Trichelle... I don't like Trishel, at least from what she has shown on TV. Right, 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 right. So she may be a different person in real life. I don't know. Right. Uh, I don't like that. But as a villain, if you want to play her as a villain, I don't know if she's- then she's good. Then she fits she's the part. Right. Right. Um, I would um, like to see- I like CT. Or CT. Like yeah, yeah, those I two like I would like to see. MJ to me- Who'd you say CT and who? Sandra first yeah. and CT second. Um, MJ, I don't have a problem with her, but I don't think she's played a smart game. I think no. she's stumbled along. I think, I think Sandra would be smarter, for right. sure. Right. Yeah. So I, I would be, well, I just put uh, MJ because I think she's been kind of under the radar. Yeah. You know, even, you know, with whatever, you know, she's been just very unassuming in everyone's eyes, you know. And, and you so, know what? Yeah. And Sheree has been, um, she just been very protected. So my for this, several tr- um sorry, several faithfuls can win. It could be more than one person that wins. So yeah. We'll- okay. But All if right. it's the traitor, then the traitor it's takes everything. So right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, oh. Ma. Is there any oh, what are the uh three things that made you smile? The sun, the stars, the moon. The sun, the stars, and the moon. The okay. Sun, the stars and the moon. All right, Ma, we're real late, so okay. Um, okay. Number one, I'm going to say the weather. I'm going to say congratulations, number two, to Steph and Aisha Curry. They are pregnant with baby number four. Oh, um, congratulations. Number three, uh, Gabby Sidibe is pregnant with twins. Congratulations. Oh, go, Gabby. Good for you. All right, Ma, make it brief. Anything you want to say before we go? We're at one hour. Well, tell everyone to stay safe and don't forget their civic responsibility. You know what it is, Okay. We're closing in. You know what it is. Thank you guys for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Continue to follow us on all social media platforms. We really appreciate you guys. We'll be back soon with a brand new episode. Be safe and we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.